0: It's time for the Sharks morning skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. The morning skate is always special after a great game or after a rough game, and we are here after a rough game. hearkening memories from 1992-93. So many moments in the last game against the Vancouver Canucks go back to that era, Drew, and I want to talk about the process of totally expunging that from the record and getting back to work, and how quickly can you do it, and how hard is it? Um,
1: I was never a believer in just throwing it away and flushing it. I've never been a believer in that. How the hell are you going to learn any lessons? Like, if, if, you're, if you're parenting and your, your child does something wrong, you don't just flush it away. You address it. You try to correct the behavior, and you move forward. Now, the way that, the way that you do all of that is certainly different from back then to where coaches do it now. But if David and his coaching staff said, ah, we're not even going to talk about it, then they're failing as coaches. And they didn't do that.
0: No, they they addressed
1: it. They addressed it, and they addressed it well, and they should have. And I talked to, you know, we, we talked to David this morning, and we talked to some of the players. You hold on to that, and you learn your lessons from that. But David said a very smart thing today. He goes, you can't let Vancouver beat you twice. In other words,
0: can- and I was an interesting point yeah. because he said that, and my immediate thought was, "Hey, buddy, you're playing the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight." But then I thought about what he said yeah. and what he meant, and he's saying, "You can't be playing the Vancouver Canucks tonight. You need to move on." Exactly,
1: exactly right.
0: And that's what I meant right. by expunging. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what. So it, that's kind of a personal thing. Like talking to Kyle Burroughs this morning. This morning, I said, "When do you let this go? When do you when do you let the lessons of the last game go and move forward?" He goes. I go home, I watch my shifts after the game, he said, and then I'm with the dogs. He's a great dog lover, he's a foster dog, everything. he goes, and I'm with the dogs, and then, that, then I'm, I'm releasing it. I know coming to the, to the practice the next day, but I've got to have a good sleep. I've got to take care of myself, that's part of being a professional, that's part of being disciplined, is I have to have that rest, I have to have a good sleep, and I have to be refreshed and energized, ready to go. So it's up to the individual but by now you know as as we're about you know 7 8 hours away seven, 7 hours away from the game this is time to start now focusing on the Pittsburgh Penguins you've you've as a coach you've done what you've done to think that you can prepare them as a player you've done your work to get ready and now you are looking forward to the game that would be my that would be my advice anyway
0: what we are actually witnessing right now is the process by which a group of amalgamated individuals becomes a team. And sometimes it takes longer than you would like. I remember the year the Sharks went to the Stanley Cup final. It really took until about November, December, before Pete DeBoer's system started to kick in, before the guys started to get total buy-in onto what they were supposed to do, understanding everything. And then all of a sudden, things started to go. 08 and 1 back in 93, 94. A lot of similarities because Kevin Constantine, yeah, made a couple of tweaks, put the big guys together, but stuck to the plan. I see David Quinn sticking to the plan, and I also see that uh, very slowly these guys are starting to amalgamate themselves. Is it the tough situations like this that are needed to make it happen?
1: I think it's part of it. I think you've got to be able to come together and in the good and the bad but I think the tough times tests that bond or that togetherness or that growth of being a team more than anything because the guys that we've talked to today, you talked to Mario, I talked to Nico, I talked to Mario as well, I talked to Kyle Burroughs. One thing that you're seeing or that I'm hearing, I should say, is you can't let a shift and you can't let your energy after a shift drop, or die. Energy is contagious. This is going to be one of my keys tonight. Energy is contagious, both negative and positive. And, in fact, negative energy is even more contagious than positive energy. Brett Hedekin says it all the time. You might not be having a good game, but it doesn't mean you can't pat somebody on the back and say, hey, c- keep going, man. Keep doing it. It doesn't mean you can't put the face on. It doesn't mean you can't work through that. You talk about team, but, you know, effort and attitude being the two mandates of team. And so... There's things that you can do. The one thing overall for that te- this team to come together is that energy has to be positive and it has to be honest. And you have to hold each other accountable. There's nothing more, more powerful than a teammate holding another teammate accountable. How you do that is certainly up to the individual. Sometimes you've got to get after them. Other times, you can just say, hey, man, come here. Like, we need you here. We need you to do this here. We need you to do those basics. So it varies back and forth. But overall, all those guys talked about the the energy that they need to bring in tonight's game and the season moving forward. Because this time right now is embarrassing for these guys. Plus, these guys, a lot of them on expiring contracts, are concerned. And they should be. I love fear as a motivator. I really do. I always have. I love fear as a motivator. Well, fear of failure. Right. Well, fear of failure, and and you know, failure comes in a lot of different um, contexts when it comes to an NHL player. But they're all pros. They they all want to win. They all they've lived their life you know to this point on winning. And part of their failure is is the embarrassment. Part of the failure is will I get another job next year? Part of their failure is I'm not scoring. I'm supposed to score. I'm not scoring. I'm not doing this. We're not doing that. We've only scored 10 goals. So a lot of thing goes into it. So what you do, that when the, the big picture is really daunting. Like the big picture is, oh, geez, look at all these things coming down. So what do you do? Compartmentalize. On exactly. One thing. You focus on the little things. What one thing can I, what domino can I knock down today? And what one can that knock down and that knock down? In jujitsu, they teach you to, Kate, you're going you're gonna, to, we're going to work on this today and we're gonna keep working on this until we get it. And then we're moving on to the next thing. And that's how you have to do it, because if you look at big picture, it's just too much and it overwhelms.
0: So what you're saying is that the domino theory is an excellent domestic policy, but not necessarily a foreign policy. Would you say that's true?
1: Uh, I'm gonna leave that to your department, pal. (laughs) It's a big brain thing right there.
0: I tell you what, it really is an interesting game tonight. Eric Carlson's coming back. Sidney Crosby is playing in his 1,200th National mm-hmm. Hockey League game. When you think about it and all the injuries he's had, he really is a little further along in his career. The fact that he's gotten to 1,200 is a testament to, A, his dedication to the sport, but, B, also the medical people he's worked with because he's had a lot of injury problems in his career.
1: Yeah, he, he really has, and especially that head injury and the neck injury was, was huge. I asked him last, last year when we were in Pittsburgh, I said, last season, I said, why do you, why do you stay with it? Why do you keep coming? He goes, Drew, I love it. I absolutely love it. And the way he plays, you can see it. Been greatest, one of the greatest, classiest players we've ever seen in the game.
0: I agree with that, and I think that that's a lesson, too, to all the guys in the Sharks locker room. And I'm thinking about what you were talking about, about ways to get out of it. You need an approach like that to absolutely love it, as Sidney Crosby does. You also need... A guy like Mikhail Granlund, for instance, I think is having a profound effect on William Eklund's career. What he told me on the air was he said, this kid is going to be an outstanding NHL player for a long time. He didn't say superstar. He didn't make any predictions about 50 goals. But he said, this guy is going to be a very, very good player for a long time. And he's telling him that. And they sit together after every shift and talk things over. I was talking to William just now, and he said that's invaluable to him. Don't you think that's really important and a good sign that they're becoming a team here? Huge
1: absolutely huge and Granlin it's funny that you say that because I we well last game when we that we worked together we kept watching the monitor and Granlin is always talking when he gets back to the bench with his line mates and especially with William he's been fantastic plus he's a fire on the ice as well like he's a he's an example on the ice he works on the little things and works as hard as he can on those little things and it certainly is a positive influence
0: well one thing we can tell you we'll be on the air at 6 30 tonight a little bit earlier than normal for the sharks and the penguins it's going to be a sellout crowd fantastic energy in the building and you have to know that the drew amenda era record is safe and that record (laughs) is two games in a row 19 consecutive goals against that is a record that will never be broken and i know you're happy about that
1: yeah there's you know what there's certain things i can hang my
0: hat on and that's definitely one of them and that ladies and gentlemen is our morning skate for today You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.